Welcome to the European Parliamentary Research Service podcasts. Today in the spotlight, the EU-US Trade and Technology Council. We'll look at its purpose, objectives and its role in the context of the wider trade and tech relations between the EU and the US. Together, the EU and the US represent 780 million people who share democratic values and the largest bilateral economic relationship in the world, much larger than either of the two blocs has with the rest of the world. Just to give you an idea of the depth of this relation, US investment in the EU is triple of what it invests in all of Asia, and EU investment in the US is eight times the amount what it invests in India and China. And the digital bond is particularly strong. The largest supplier of digitally enabled services to the EU in 2019 was the US. 167 billion euros worth and the EU exported 130 billion euros in return. But this usually close relation came under substantial strain during President Trump's administration. The imposition of tariffs on imports of European steel and aluminium by the US, the long-running Airbus-Boeing dispute and the disagreements over digital taxation, and the mechanism to transfer personal data from the EU to the US caused heavy friction between the two blocs. But with the election of President Biden, a new, more collaborative chapter in the EU-US relations opened up. Old disputes are being settled and a truce found in the digital tax area. Both sides are also working on a solution to the privacy shield issue, and Biden's administration is taking a much more proactive stance towards regulating big tech and setting, together with the EU, global digital standards. So, it's in this context that the Trade and Technology Council was formally launched in June this year. But what will the council do? Well, essentially, the Trade and Technology Council will serve as a forum for the United States and the European Union to coordinate approaches to key global trade, economic and technology issues and to deepen transatlantic trade and economic relations based on shared democratic values. Its main goals are to expand and deepen bilateral trade and investment, avoid new technical barriers to trade, cooperate on key policies on technology, digital issues and supply chains, develop compatible international standards, boost innovation and strengthen the technological and industrial leadership of the partners. But how will it work in practice? Marcin Czesipanski is an expert in EU-US trade relations within the European Parliamentary Research Service. High-level politicians will guide the Council where the groundwork will be carried out in 10 working groups, comprised of experts from both administrations. They will cover issues such as common standards, resilient supply chains, tech regulation, global trade challenges, investment screening and export controls. Let's zoom in briefly on the supply chains, a crucial area to economic recovery from the crisis. Indeed, the COVID-19 crisis has exposed Europe's vulnerabilities and dependency on strategic resources from third countries, especially China. In areas that affect security and safety, the health of Europeans, as well as the ability to access goods, services and technologies that are key for the EU's twin green and digital transitions. But this could change soon. 
With the new industrial strategy published earlier in May this year, the EU is determined to strengthen the resilience of supply chains in critical areas, including raw materials and semiconductor technologies. An objective shared with the US government, who has also voiced its intention to work with allies and partners to decrease vulnerabilities in the global supply chains and increase the security of supply for semiconductors, an essential component of almost all electronic devices. So, what are the views of stakeholders on the new EU-US Trade and Technology Council? Well... The establishment of Trade and Technology Council has been widely welcomed by the stakeholders and think tank community as an important step towards bridging existing gaps and moving on with a future-oriented agenda focused on strategic areas and new ways of cooperation. Susan Danger is CEO of AmCham, the American Chamber of Commerce to the EU. The Trade and Technology Council is a fantastic opportunity for the EU and the US to tackle new and emerging issues together. At AmCham EU, where we represent over 150 companies committed to and invested in Europe, we fully support this initiative. The first meeting took place in Pittsburgh. The outcome is positive. So now the attention must turn to yielding swift results to strengthen the transatlantic relationship. Think of artificial intelligence, the resilience of supply chains or cybersecurity, These are absolutely critical areas where the EU and the US can demonstrate joint leadership. Both sides share common values and can set global standards together. So, what are the chances of the Council really accomplishing the objectives it has set itself? Here's Marcin Czesapanski. Well, while it's true that previous attempts to bring the Allies closer together have not been entirely successful, the new Trade and Technology Council offers a chance to really turn the page and mark a new phase in trade and digital relations, with the EU and the US moving to a much more stable and long-term cooperation. The World Economic Forum estimates that by 2022, as much as 60% of global GDP will come from the digital economy. So if allies manage to find common positions, the new council certainly has a potential to shape it. But while there is a genuine will to work together on common challenges, some difficult issues such as different approaches to regulating the digital markets persist. And it remains to be seen whether the Trade and Technology Council will lead to the creation of an ambitious joint policy that will exert real global influence. With it, the words in the new EU-US agenda for global change may just come true. Where both sides agree... The world usually follows. Without it, other players which do not share the same values but are investing heavily in new technologies, like China, will move in fast to take that space, which could have serious consequences for the liberal rules-based order. Want to know more? Check out Marcin Czesapanski's briefing on the EPRS website. This is a European Parliamentary Research Service podcast. Thanks for listening. Thank you.